everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is the day before Thanksgiving, November 23rd, 2022. It sure is. God, you sound terrible. I know. I uh, So, friend. <laughs> God, are we smoking cigars last night? No. A friend of ours, very good friend of ours, uh, went to dinner. And it ended up being, when the last time we just went to, Dave, it ended up being a four-hour dinner. Yeah. And it was so fun. Yeah. And talking and laughing. And, but about three quarters of the way through, I felt my voice just go, oh, yeah. boom, right? Yeah. So I know like last time I was in here, I get 25 messages from you dummies that all read WebMD. <laughs> oh, that's how it started. And then I had SARS. No, everything's fine. I, I, I've dealt with this for 25 years. I used to get it all the time at extra. Yeah. And, uh, but I literally felt it go. Yeah. And I was like, oh. That's weird. That's going to be a long day tomorrow. And then we just kept going. Couldn't come back. Couldn't come back today at all. No, I didn't come back today. But everything else is fine. But um, uh, so much fun. Like just, you know, do you still go, do you go out to dinner? I mean, we're doing a live show. By the way, quick reminder, live show a week from tomorrow. Yeah, a week from tomorrow. A week from, uh, remember, a week after Thanksgiving, exactly on Thursday. Yep. I'll I'll say it since you're all checked up. It's uh. December 1st, it starts at 5 o'clock, though. Cali Barbecue, okay? Remember, it's it's Thursday night football. Simple enough. Fun. Who's the game? And so, I don't know, it's the guy dang Patriots and somebody. But it's, okay. it's going to be a good time. And, and again, Jeff and I will end up doing a show later on, but we'll be there early. They're going to be gift baskets and stuff to bid on. And Fun. Things, uh, obviously, that you have a chance to help raise money for Jake's projects will be great. The food's great. Don't forget Cali Barbecue, $5 for... Every sandwich that you order that's the Jake sandwich for the entire month of December will go towards the charity as well, but it will be a good time. A lot of people say they're showing up and looking forward to seeing it, and uh, Mike Costa, again, will be there. Josh will be there with his buddies. They'll be doing shows, and we'll be entertaining. It'll be, it'll be a fast three hours, basically. Uh, Ernie Martinez told me today he's going to try to come up. Good deal. So if Ernie's there, we'll put him on mic. There you go. Costa will be out there. All the guys from our football league are coming out. And uh, it'll be a great time. Looking forward to that. Looking looking forward to seeing everybody. By the yeah. way, speaking of uh, the guys that were in our football league, yeah, Pete and Coronado. Look dynamite. I didn't even recognize him. He's dynamite, man. I love that guy. What's he been doing? Walking to work? Just hitting the iron. <laughs> hitting the iron. And by the way, uh, speaking of Pete in Point Loma, I know this will register with him. Dave, there's a crazy thing going on in the NHL right now, and it benefits the city of San Diego. Not long-term, very much on the short-term. So there's a kid that really probably could have been the number one overall pick last year, a kid by the name of Shane Wright. And Shane Wright, when he was 15, was given elite status in the Canadian juniors. It rarely happens. I think the guy, the last guy that it happened for was Connor McDavid. We all know Connor. I mean, if you follow hockey... You know, Connor McDavid's the best player in the game. So when Shane was 15, he was given elite status too. So everybody thought that leading into the 22 draft, he would be the number one pick overall. Montreal Canadiens had the number one pick, and they pretty much shocked all of hockey when they didn't take Shane number one. Uh, Then the second and third picks went, and eventually at pick number four, the Seattle Kraken drafted Shane Wright. And this kid is going to be a generational talent. Well, there's been a huge amount of conflict, and it's been a fascinating story in the NHL because the GM is Ron Francis, longtime player, and he wants Shane to play every night. 
head coach, just some guy, Johnny Dummy, who knows who he is. He has not been playing right at all. He's been playing like five minutes a night. And so they've sent him, the Kraken's uh, minor league team is now in Coachella Valley. And Shane Wright is playing six games in the minors, which is, like I said, a couple years ago, like if Austin Matthews was playing or if Connor McDavid was playing. And one of those games happens to be Saturday night in San Diego. So if you're a hockey fan. Is that fan, why you said you're going to the goals game? Yeah. I saw you put on social media. Yeah. Now, okay. look, uh, total disclosure, he's an upper deck guy, and okay. we love him, and we're, we're proud to have him. But he's a generational talent, and he's only 18 or 19. Yeah. And obviously we're going, uh, me, Jack, and Kate are going to cheer for the goals. And uh, we love the goals. They've always supported us. Um, but we can go cheer on the goals and see Shane Wright in one of the, honestly, Dave, I think it's only six games that he's playing. And then the decision will be that he either goes back full-time for the Kraken, which he could, or he'll be returned to Canada and he'll play in the World Juniors. Oh, wow. But he he won't be circling through here again. This is yeah. like a one-time thing. So if you're a hockey fan, casual or hardcore, love going out to the Gulls games, right? I mean, I bought three tickets today uh, right on the aisle. I think I paid 65 bucks for all three. Yeah. It was It'll great. Am I wrong on this? Does it, is attendance way down this year? Like every time I see highlights of the goals, it looks like it's empty as hell. I, I can't speak to it because I don't follow it close enough. Yeah. So I don't Well, know. there's my answer. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't because. I know, but there's my point right there is that yeah. you're a hockey guy yeah. and you aren't a regular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because. I, I know Pete is. Yeah. I know other people are, but when I look at pictures, it used to be pretty full. It looks really empty right now. I mean, I have one team. I, I pretty much follow one team, and that's uh, the Kings. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I follow the Kings, they're horse shit. Yeah. Welcome back to Kings hockey. And then, uh, so yeah, you know, I check in on the gulls just because of our friends down there. I wish the gulls were the, the farm team of the Kings that make my life a whole lot easier. Yep. But, um, but no, we're doing, uh, me, Jack Cade, a couple of our friends cool. are going down on the 17th, but this game on Saturday, like I said, if you're a casual gulls fan, or you want to see somebody that could be the face of the NHL or one of the yeah. faces of the NHL in a couple of years, uh, pick us some tickets and go down there. Get his name Shane Wright. I don't know what number. I remember he, when he was drafted. I remember the whole thing. Yeah. Remember yeah. He, he gave this stink eye to Montreal? Yeah. Super kid, man. Guys in my building love him. Boy, he was he was through Carlsbad uh, a while back and just really cool guy. But But somebody who, you know, I don't know. We'll find out. Five, yeah. ten years what is. But a lot of people that are pretty smart say this kid's going to be a superstar. Cool. Yeah, fun to watch. And he'll be right here in our backyard. Good deal. So Thanksgiving is tomorrow. What are your what? Thanksgiving plans? Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, Jack and I did the right thing. We got the hell out. So Jack and I tonight. What are you talking about? Dude, yeah. Jack's mom can cook up a storm. My son Jack's with me here tonight. She can cook up a storm, but the best thing to do is just get the hell out of there because all Jack and I want to do is watch football tomorrow. Yeah. And if she's cooking 17 different things and he and I are lying around on the couch, right? She's going to get pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack and I are like, well, let's get the hell out of here. I'm like, come hang out. We'll do a quick podcast. And then uh, tomorrow, Jack and I will get nothing accomplished. We'll probably play some Madden. We'll probably take a nap. 
<laughs> we'll, uh, right? We might go for a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Take another nap and then roll over there and, and do some damage. So is Cade helping out cooking? Is that why we're he in Cade? He is helping. Okay. Yeah, he is helping. But uh, Jack got uh, Team JD in a little bit of trouble today when he said to his mom, I think I'm going to go stay with dad because I don't want you waking me up in the morning when you're doing all the cooking. I don't think that's that bad. Uh, we got to work with him a little bit. Is that bit. right? What are you yeah. supposed to say? What's the right thing to say? You've met his mom. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's the right thing to say? Well, so if you would have said, I want to stay with dad tonight, would have been okay? It would have been fine. Except I don't want to deal with you, you banging pots and pans in the next I, room? Yeah. Because she said, we're going to have no goddamn trouble coming over here eating it all. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just said to her, whose kid is that? She's like, it's yours. Yeah, my completely. God. So, uh, yeah. We, we try to figure this one out a little bit, but it's good. So, uh, no, we'll do that. And then, um, I don't know. I want to see uh, Black Panther this weekend. Oh, yeah. But that would in, have mean having to go to the mall. I mean, is the mall still Black Friday with I'm sure. Amazon and everything? Yeah. Like, You'll already start crazy. getting deals. I already started buying stuff. Not for anyone else, just for, my, What'd for you myself. Buy? I bought new AirPods. I bought the new AirPod Pros, the ones that go mm. in your ear and stay in your ear. How much? Um, I got them for like 199, normally Jeez. close to 300. Dude, they're the best thing I own. Honest to God, man. You said right? it works great on the phone, works great when I'm coaching baseball, everything, dude. It's it's clear as can be, clearer than what you have in your, your headphones right now. Yeah, better than these. But it's, um, anyway, I bought them for myself. I think I bought a jacket for myself. I've, it's funny. I was like, I prefer to literally buy shit, hand it to my wife and go, just wrap it. That way the people are going to think you got it for me. I really don't care. I hate surprises. Yeah. Don't buy a shirt for me that you think I might like. Don't yeah. buy pants. Floral don't print. buy. Fuck. You know, don't buy shirts yeah. with more than like one pocket of any pockets. I can't. Uh, what to do with all the fucking pockets? Yeah, enough. Cargo shirt. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like you're Steve Irwin. Like I'm MacGyver. What, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I, I don't need any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, we, that's it. So uh, Thanksgiving for us, man. We have more people in town than I think I can ever remember. We always have a ton because of Rita's family. Mm -hmm. But it's Rita's oldest sister's birthday at the same time tomorrow. Oh, wow. So everybody came in from Florida and Washington, D.C. and New York and there are people all over the place. It's going to be uh, packed. I was thinking like around 60 people tomorrow. For, in your house? No, not my house. My, my sister-in-law's house up in Encinitas. But oh, you, right now I have 10 in my house right now. How many of them in there have COVID? Nobody has COVID. Nobody has COVID. Uh, they all got on airplanes. Nobody has COVID. Well, what does that mean? I just got on a plane last week. True. Nobody tested anything. Everybody has, uh, well, I know my wife uh, got tested, but everyone has a, has a cold. They all sound like you. They all sound yeah. like you. It's really hot when it's a woman, too, that has that same voice. Yeah, no, I just, uh, no, it happens every time. It used to happen to me when we would do those long yeah. uh, Fox shows on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Remember, five-hour college yeah. football shows? And the next day, you'd just be shot. Yeah, true. Absolutely, we'll be <laughs> absolutely right. You're right. Hey, you mentioned uh, for Christmas presents, for people out there that are old school, San Diego guys, that uh or even fight fans we talked about this movie about two years ago when it came out jack and i went and saw the the premiere dave you remember because you're an la guy old school 70s and 80s the olympic auditorium yeah was unbelievable i mean they had uh wrestling i think it was tuesday night boxing on wednesday night roller derby on thursday night but then 
in the 80s, they had insane uh, punk concerts in there, right? Uh, Johnny Rotten played there. Social D played there. Everybody played there. And these guys that I got to know a little bit did a documentary about the Olympic Auditorium. It's called 18th and Grand. It's unbelievable how good it is. And they talk about the old school boxers, whether it was Little Red Lopez, Bobby Chacon, all the guys that fought there. They talk about Roddy Piper and Freddie Blassie, all the wrestlers, then the punk concerts. But it's finally out on Blu-ray. Took them like two two years. I don't own any. When's the last time you bought a Blu-ray? Never. I don't think I've ever bought a Blu-ray in my life. I don't have any of the machines. I don't have any of that stuff. Oh, yeah, because you don't have a PlayStation or anything, no, do you? PlayStation, DVR, nothing. I don't have any We have that a stuff. PlayStation. Yeah. That's the only reason I was able to get it. But if anybody has a Blu-ray player yeah. and you love all that stuff, the old school wrestling, boxing, roller derby, punk concerts, and you know the Olympic Auditorium, uh, the website is 18th and Grand, the number, 1818th and Grand. And the Blu-ray was 20 bucks. It's so goddamn good. and You can't stream it anywhere? Like, if you wanted to I stream it? I haven't seen it. No, that's the thing. Like, we were trying to think where we were the other day. Oh, at uh, Barnes & Noble. Okay. And Barnes & Noble still has old DVDs and Blu-rays, <laughs> and you're like... Do they have VHS? Just curious. No. No one else sells a VHS tape? Probably somewhere, yeah. but I mean, not brand new. They haven't done one brand new forever. <laughs> but um, just walking through there, you're like... Remember how cool it was when movies came out? Oh, yeah, it was uh, a big deal. DVD and oh, of course. You go, I mean, whether it was, I mean, even Redbox was pretty popular for a long time. Netflix, you'd have yeah. Blu-rays or DVDs sent to you. But, yeah, I was. I could not tell you. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the last Blu-ray that I bought. Is that right? Because it's so goddamn yeah. good. Because there's so many, um, so many special features Tarantino puts in it. And before that, shit, who knows? Raging Bull, 20 years ago. I don't know the last one. Um, but 18th and Grand, Yeah. if you're old school boxing, Roddy Piper, they interviewed him shortly before he passed away. And they tell this story, Dave, that he feuded with all the Mexican wrestlers in Los Angeles. And he tells the story that you know, at the Olympic, you you walked right through the crowd. There was no security or gate. So these guys tell these stories that cigarettes were put out on them. Wow. Cups of piss are thrown at yeah. them. Like it, Not surprised with that one. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. So Piper is hated by the Mexicans. So, and he just continues to push their buttons, push their buttons. And uh, he actually knew how to play the bagpipes. Yeah, And he tells this story that one night he went and the crowd's just booing. They're chucking quarters at him. Cups of piss are being thrown at him. And he just, please, please, just give me one moment. One moment. Boo, fuck you, fuck you, quarters. I just want to say I'm sorry. I just want to say I'm sorry. And he tells this story and he said grandmothers and mothers holding little kids now stop and start paying attention. And and he just says, you know, you're such beautiful people and I've really, I've learned my lesson. I want to apologize and I'm very proud of my ability to play the bagpipes. And tonight, to honor all of you, I'm going to play the Mexican National Anthem. I ask you all to rise, you know, remove your hats. And he said the place is stone silent. 
And this fucking guy starts playing La Cucaracha. Oh, shit. And he says, more fucking corners, more piss, everything. <laughs> and I was just like, God dang. But it's just full of crazy stories yeah. like that. So 18th and Grand. Uh, for the fight fan in your life, you'll love it. Oh, that's funny, man. That that's that's funny. Who's uh, tomorrow night? You said is is your brother going to be there? I always think of every time I think of Thanksgiving, Dude, I Thanksgiving, think of your brother. It's tomorrow night, it's the history. It's the greatest. My brother and I have had. I was telling Jack this story. I tell you the story when my mom when the car broke down. Did we do tell this story like two weeks ago. You know, you told me we're, we've you've told the story on there about, about where the, things went bad. The auto mechanic? Yes, yes. Yeah, where we got a little crazy. My brother and I wanted to fight like six guys. You, you, I don't think you've told the story on this show. You told it on the radio. So it was uh, 95, I think, when UCLA, Jim Herrick. Wasn't yeah. that when they were in the yeah. championship? But it was the Saturday game. So I don't know. You, where's Steve Hartman when I need him? Yeah, no but, shit. But Ed O'Banion, right? All yeah. those guys were I think on that they team. beat Oklahoma State. I think it was big country. And then they knocked oh. off Arkansas in the championship. Okay, so it's a Saturday afternoon yeah. game, and <clears throat> we're all in uh, Cardiff. And my mom takes her car to this shitty little auto repair place on El Camino Real to get it fixed. Yeah. So my brother and I are just sitting there, and we're watching UCLA, and, uh, and I get a call, and it's my mom, and she's crying. Now, my mom is... Five one, I don't think my mom weighs a hundred pounds. She's a tiny little thing. My brother's a big guy, and she said they've they've wrecked my car. So we get. I had a motorcycle, so we must. My brother must have had something that we got in. So we go flying over to this place. My brother's four years older than me, so I'm probably twenty six. He's like, you know, thirty. We go flying over to this place and we find it. And there's like five guys standing around like when you get an oil change. And they're all standing around that well. And uh, <clears throat> my mom is standing off to the side. And I can see my mom's upset and crying. Well, we yeah. were raised by a single mom. And, and you and I both know, Dave, that as involved as we are as fathers, mom's always number one. And that's always been the case in our house. So my brother and I lose it. So we just go in and we just start grabbing guys. We start grabbing, and they don't know that we're with her. Yeah. They just think these they, they two are crazy. psychos came up. So my brother did the move that I saw first, and I loved it. And the guy had his name patch, like old school gas yep. station, right above uh, like his pocket on the left side. And his name was like Shannon. It was a guy with like a name like Shannon, which we thought was unacceptable. <laughs> So my brother with one motion just takes his hand and rips the guy's name patch off his shirt and chucks it, throws it like a quarter just across the pond. Now I see that and I go, that's a pretty good move. Yeah, that's a pretty good move. So we're just screaming and there's five of them and two of us. We're ready to fight the whole crew. Uh, my brother will tell you the same story. And we're pointing at my mom and, the guy, there was a Mexican guy that worked there that said they cut the cable. They cut a cable in her car. So we're like, you're going to fix this fucking car or we're beating the fuck out of every one of you right now. And Dave, I took, it was, what are those Sears? The, the, the tool chest. Yeah, the, the red one? Yeah. Craftsman. Yeah. It was taller than me. 
And I just took it and I just fucking shoved it right into the well. Right into the hole. Yeah, right into the hole. And the guy down below is just like, oh. You could have killed him. Yeah. And we just threw it down and they fixed her car. And we just sat there. And then this was the move that my brother thought was funny. I just, it's March in 95. I've just started at KFMB. Nobody knows me at KFMB. I said, Consumer Bob's going to be here on Monday. <laughs> Dude, I've dropped the Consumer Bob line. I have. I told Bob that story years later. He's like, you should have told me. I would have gone. I was like, Bob, I didn't even yeah. know you. I was so mad. I go, they probably yelled at your coworker, just shoved all the tools <laughs> in that stupid thing. Did they charge her? Even for I the oil know. change? No. They it wasn't it. like after all that bullshit, she had to give her a credit card? No, they got everything fixed. And uh, yeah, my, my sister, my brother and I, uh, I mean, he and I have gotten in some trouble together, yeah. which is pretty fun. That's what brothers are for. Some guy disrespected my sister in La Jolla. And I think that night I was like 21. My brother was probably like 25. Yeah. So we just went down, tore up some, you know, overrated art shell looking for this guy. And, and that was pretty fun. But it's the Thanksgiving story. Can I tell the story? Go ahead. For my brother? Yeah. It's the most unbelievable night. And Jack knows the story about his uncle who loves Jack and loves Kate. And so I don't even know. I think this had to be, God, probably around that same time, like 93, 94, 95. And my sister was dating a doctor. And his parents lived in Palm Desert. And they invited our family out for Thanksgiving. So it was me, my brother, um, my mom, my grandmother, and then my sister, her boyfriend, and his elderly parents. So they had a townhouse in Palm Desert, and so everybody stayed there, and then they rented a second townhouse for me and my brother next yeah. door. Well, everybody in the goddamn group is like 80, except for me and my brother, so dinners, Thanksgiving's done at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So we're like, well, now what? So uh, everybody's stretching. Uh, I got to unbuckle the pants. Okay, we get it. <laughs> so now we walk next door. And, you know, at that time there were two games on. Yeah. And so there's no night football yeah, game. Cowboy game is it. Yeah. Cowboy game is it. Lions and then whoever the Cowboys played. So now it's about... Seven o'clock, and we're a little restless. <coughs> Dot to the boys are like, we got to figure out something to do. And so uh, my brother goes, hey, he used to date a girl whose family lived out here. I know this town a little bit. Let's go. So I was like, all right, let's go. So we start driving around, and uh, there's nothing going on. Yeah, shocker. Right, Thanksgiving in Thanksgiving. Palm Desert. Yeah, well, it's already half dead out there. Yeah, everybody, it's pretty much a cemetery with stoplights. <laughs> and so uh, next thing, my brother goes, second light, take a right. He's like, yeah, okay, here we go. And take a right, and right there. And I wish he knew the name of the place. I brought this up to him like a month ago. And he knew, you know, it was like the red light district. Something like that. Some just off-the-wall name. And it was a strip club. Yeah. So he's like, come on, let's go. 
I was like, oh, God, all right. All right, I'll go, right? I'm like 24. Dave, we go in, and it's like, it, it really could have been a Showtime movie. You go in, and there's, there's a stage uh, in the middle. It's a circular stage. The girl dancing absolutely was either on parole or had just gotten <laughs> off of parole. She's got... Yeah, she needed the money to work Thanksgiving night. Yeah, she's got a couple of different scars and just reeks of broken dreams. And then around her are just guys that are just broken, spiritually, mentally. They've all broken. They've all just caved in. And, you know, the song's like Savage Garden. You know, they're playing <laughs> something. And I walk in, and the first thing my brother sees is it says, Free Thanksgiving Buffet. Because I think we paid like 15 bucks to yeah. get in. Because of course we do. And free Thanksgiving buffet. Now this is an hour and a half after we just ate. We hear grandpa's got to undo the belt buckle. And my brother's like, whoa, I didn't know this. So he goes, you want to eat? And I was like, no. <laughs> and so I go to the bar. And they're serving like Pabst Blue Ribbon. I mean, it's yeah. honest to God, it's not hyperbole. It's all absolutely true. It's every step you take, you just fall into more of the bottom. You're hitting rock bottom. Yeah. Like you're living it. You know you're hitting it. And so I'm sitting there. And now the song turns over, right? And it's probably like Cinderella. <laughs> and uh, more broken dreams walk in. And now my brother comes and sits down next to me. And I'm at the bar. And the girl's behind me. The girl on parole. She's, I'm not even facing her. You're not even her. facing her? I'm not even facing her. I'm facing the bar. It's got like a Michelob light neon sign, right? The snow one that went around. And I look over at my brother. And he's got two paper plates that are stacked together. <clears throat> and on it, he's got like a Hawaiian roll. Yeah. He's got like this green jello mold. Yeah. He's got like if you took a, a pretty good ladle and a half of stuffing, potatoes, gravy, and like three of the turkey rolls. Like if you buy sliced turkey, but it's not even sliced turkey, it's that turkey roll <laughs> that has and it's the turkey roll that has the stuffing kind of baked into it. I yeah. think I know right. what you're talking about. Kind of gross, yeah. Especially yeah. if you undercook it. Right. And he's got a plastic fork and spoon. And I've gotten him a beer. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. And he starts to dig into this. And he gets a bite. And I watch him. And he gets a bite of turkey. And he puts potatoes. And he gets stuffing on this flimsy little plastic fork. And he's just about to put the bite into his mouth when he said to me, the greatest thing my brother's ever said to me, he stops and he looks at me, do you want me to go fix you a plate? And I about fell off the stool and I said to him, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> what? I go, at least he cared enough to ask you. He did. Yep. He did. He How many times in your life has anyone ever said to you, do you want me to go fix you a plate? Just my brother. Yeah. That night at the red light district. Yeah. In I don't Paul think did. my mother has ever said, do you want no. me to fix you a plate? I've had friends' moms say that to me. Yes. Hey, do you want me to fix you a plate? I, yeah. I didn't even understand, couldn't understand even what the fuck that meant because no one's ever even said that to me. And I just, I sat there and I laughed. Like, I go, what happened to us? Like, where have we been? 
He had no time for me. I think he went. They probably had some kind of. I don't even think they had pumpkin pies, Dave. I think they had like the hostess yeah. pumpkin pie. He probably killed about three of those. And uh, yeah, I think just watching them is when my gallbladder died. I think my <laughs> gallbladder died that night. But I'll, yeah, I'll bring it up to him tomorrow. The great thing is he doesn't deny any of it. Yeah. Like with age, people, oh, yeah. I don't know. He's like, ah, oh, it was a good night. It was a good night. What yeah. does your sister say when she knows you guys left after everyone else ate? So we took off and went to a strip club. We didn't tell her for like 15 years. Yeah. And then we finally caved in and told her. Was she oh, disgusted or she oh, laughed? Oh, yeah. But I mean, she knows us. She knows we have no. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think she, you know, my poor mom, she's probably thought, you know, we bottomed out a few different times. And now they hear that story. And my brother and I just laugh. Yeah. We were there. Like, when when my brother and I are the two normal ones in there, now we got a yeah. problem. Now yeah. there's a problem. If we're the two normal ones, that's a bad scene. But, yeah, he stopped. Just He was just about ready to eat. Want me to go fix your plate? I was like, God damn. I just started chugging beers. Gun, 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 gun. But, yeah, I'll remind him tomorrow. And he said... Last time we brought it up, I think Jack was there. We brought it up. He's like, I think that place is still there. <laughs> How would he know if it's still there? He'd been in Palm Desert like five, six uh, oh years ago. Oh, my God. He probably went back. <laughs> went. Can you imagine one year you and your brother to say, fuck it. Let's see if it's still there. We're going back for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. When Jack and Kate turned yeah, 18. going to make a run? <laughs> yeah, we'll take him. Jack will eat. Yeah. You know what's funny is you, you you talk about that fight that you got into in the in the auto shop with your brother. It's it's stuff like that you do remember forever. Like, oh yeah. It, it, and Jack doesn't have a microphone in front of him, but they uh, kids this age right now in high school because uh-huh. you know I coach high school baseball. I see high school kids every day. I asked the kids last year. I said, "How many of you have ever been in a fight, whether it's uh-huh. a sibling or or an enemy?" Not one person on my team has ever been in a fight. That's good. And I said that to him. I go, "Times are changing yeah, for the yeah. best. That's good, but." It is funny how it's how it used to be like it was a real thing when you and I were yeah. growing up. You got in fights all the time. I never I never saw any fights at San Diego. Not that I remember. I don't remember anybody. I remember a lot of girl fights when oh, I was in high school. Right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of girl fights. And girls never stop fighting. They just keep going. I mean, guys will last maybe thirty seconds, maybe. Uh, but girls can go like two minutes and just beat oh, yeah. the dog shit out of each other, pulling hair, everything. We I mean I really, I hadn't been in a fight since I was a kid. And then we started working at Santa Fe Liquor. Yeah. And I, I, did I tell you, a guy got stabbed out in front of Santa Fe Liquor like two weeks ago. Wow. And uh, stabbed or shot, something happened. And I mean, that was just a situation when you were working there and we were all in our 20s. And I mean, they were calling you out. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you didn't respond... They're going to make your life miserable. Yeah, and I mean, you just kind of figure out really quick. You're there. All right. Well, I'm in or I'm not. And so I told this story. The first one that I got in, these three ladies came in. They're buying like single cloves or something, you know, bottle of wine, and a drunk guy, uh, probably illegal. And we had a lot of illegals, and most yeah. of them were really mellow. They just were doing work that none of us wanted to do. I see this guy walk in and he's staggering. His jeans are falling off his ass. And I'm like, oh boy. But he comes in and he takes a right and I can't see him. He goes into a blind corner. So these ladies are here. And usually guys would just go and grab a beer or soda, do whatever. 
but this guy just disappears. And uh, now he's gone. We don't have the mirror, you know, like the rounded mirror that yes, you see in other. Yeah. yeah. You can't even see what in those things, anyways. But uh, in the I, movies, you can. In the movies, yeah. you catch everything. Yeah, no cameras or anything like that. <laughs> and uh, I just said to the ladies after a couple of minutes, I just, <coughs> I knew something was up. <coughs> You're sick, dude. By the way, yeah, you don't have to just lose your voice. You're fucking sick. I said to the ladies, the person you were with yesterday is going to get sick too. Yep. <laughs> don't even deny it. I said to the ladies, "Hey, don't steal anything. I'll be right back." <clears throat> and so I go around, and this guy's just taking a leak. In the what? On the floor? On the food? On the? On my Pepsi cooler. Oh, great! And I was like, "The hell's this?" I just started throwing right hands, just bang, 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 amigo. Amigo. And then I just took him and I, I put him right at the front of the door, little, you know, niblet hanging out. And then I pulled him back and I just kicked him as hard as I could right in the ass. Get the hell out of here. Did you have to clean the pits? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Should have used him. <laughs> but um but no, there's no way, man. I none of that anymore. Either A, you're getting filmed, getting beat up. Yeah. Or any of that. So no. All right. So I got to ask you, we already said uh, next Thursday we're doing the event at uh, Cali Barbecue. Uh, the following day is the media party. Mm -hmm. Are you planning on going to this? Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck, dude. I don't know if I'm going to this. And I blame Coach 100% on this. Is he just promoting the hell out of dude, it? Dude, he's promoting the hell out of it. Here's the, here's the deal. When we went last year, and the, everyone's expecting, you know, a, for, a lot of former baseball players and managers and everything else. Yeah. For us, it's kind of like almost getting together with people that we've class dealt with in the media forever. Yes, it's a class reunion, and right, as far as media goes. I don't mind if people show up, but it's the, the autograph guys that yeah. want Buddy Black, Dave Roberts, Bruce yeah. Bochy, all that shit. And I'm like, man, it would be nice just to sit there and do the right. class reunion deal. Like yeah. someone, it would be like someone coming from your, your uh, from something that wasn't at your school showing up to your class right. reunion and taking up all the room. Right. And coach goes on and on about it. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't think I'm going this year. I'm going because last year I had a cutout. I hadn't gone. It's the first one they'd had in three years. Yeah. So I hadn't been there since 2019. So I'd been at that one. And it was great. Um, but then last year, I didn't realize I had bought tickets for me, Jack, and Kay to go to the Seals. Yeah. We went to the That's lacrosse right. game. So I had to get out early. early. But I got there early. And you and I were there. Yep. Ernie a, showed up maybe after you. Did you see Ernie? Ernie? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It was, it but, was, we saw a bunch of people. It was a great scene. We had a great time with John Boggs, Scott Miller. I Even Contera had a great time talking to Coach. Always. Hadn't seen uh, John in a long time. Uh, John Boggs hadn't seen, hadn't seen Contera in a long time. Um, Saul was there. That was kind of fun. And, uh, you know, Coach and, and all those guys. But, yeah, this year I don't have any... I don't have any time commitment, so I'm going to go. If if Boach is there, I'll go for sure. I don't you know? know if Boach will be there. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But Baseball winter be... meetings. That's what I'm saying. If Boach is there, I'd like to go. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm doing it this year. Well, nobody's going to be bothering you. That's well, a good thing. The problem is bothering the people I'm trying to talk to. Oh, I know. That's my thing. Oh, I know. No <laughs> one's going to yeah. be bothering me. No, I don't think people would bother me. It's, uh, but the people that I would like to talk to, if they have their ear the whole time. I'm just like, why the hell would coach 
talk about this on the radio nonstop. I don't know, but but Bubba promotes it on social media. Yeah, but Bernie Bubba doesn't have had, a show for four hours a day talking about it. Yeah. Um, uh, plus, John's family owns the bar. Yeah, no shit. That's what he's doing. Yeah, bring a little business. We just tell people the wrong bar. <laughs> All different side of town. Yeah, go to the Elephant Bar on Rancho Bernardo. Is that still there? Go to Rock Bottom in La Jolla. I told my son about the Elephant Bar the other day in uh, the one in La Jolla. Remember yeah. there was an elephant bar in La Jolla? And he yeah. was like, was that a big deal? I go, right. that was a big deal, mm-hmm. believe it or not, at one time. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. Early 90s, right? Late 80s. Yeah. Because I went last night. We went to Miguel's in Forest Ranch. And Phil's Barbecue is there now. But that used to be the elephant bar. Is that right? Yeah. But the one in La Jolla was the one to go to. God dang, dude. Do you ever go to all those places? Elephant bar, Rusty Pelican, all that bullshit? Yeah. Well, I worked at Diego's. Did he? I was a bar back at Diego's <laughs> in PB. And then at the one in Solana Beach. I worked at that one, too, in the bar. That was great. But people don't remember. I don't think anybody remembers Diego's. But Diego's was number one. But then the guy who owned it, when we went to North County, he said he was going to put the belly up out of business. Yeah. No chance. That was going to We all laughed. Well, we're Cardiff, Del Mar, Encinitas people, Solana Beach. And he was like, yeah, we're going to put the, the belly up out. We're like, dude, stop. And then City Hall, it's funny. Uh, Solana Beach City Hall hated us. Yeah. They were always trying to get shut down. They were always sending cops over there doing all this shit. And now when you drive by the building, which is the old Diego's on Coast Highway on 101. Oh, ironically, it's uh, Solana Beach City Hall. There you go. They took over our building. There you go. Yeah. All right, so so here's here's an interesting thing happened to me the other day. Um, I do I do a show with Costa and Sully. I do this big biz show uh-huh. uh, during the week, and so Costa is a co-host, and Sully is the host of the show. I just come and I do a sports segment or two segments, whatever it is. Okay. So I get a call on the way home the other day saying, "Hey, Sully wants to do a, a sports only show with just you, him, and Kurt Pavakwa." Oh boy! And I said. No fucking way. I said, no way. I go, Kurt hates my guts. There's no he way. He doesn't, though. Kurt wants to be your friend. You could tell. I don't know, man. He, he told KUSI that that's it. I'll never do another oh, appearance right. on KUSI ever again because they put me on. Well, and then we mocked Kurt. Yeah. And then in he Kurt's spot, they put the four guys singing that song. Yeah. So we all owe Kurt an apology. And so, so I said, the lady, I said to the producer, I said, check with Kurt. I go, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to be the guy that backs out. I go, right now, I'm telling you right now, the yeah. guy hates my guts. If Kurt's gonna, willing to do it, I'll show up. There's no way I'm not going to show up right. if Kurt shows up. You know what right. I mean? Can't have that over me, that I was too big of a puss to show up. Yeah. So I'm supposed to be doing this thing with Kurt next Thursday morning. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Kurt's old school, dude. He's fine. Dude, you know what's funny? I never, ever talked to Kurt one-on-one in my life. Kurt used to call our show at yeah. KFMB, but I've never talked to Kurt. Never had an issue with Kurt. Even nah. told you that I would, I'd have him here in the garage one time, but dude, he goes he goes a little nuts on uh, on Twitter after me. I think he's I think he's fine. I think he'll be fine. He's just old school. He's, he's seventy five now. No way. Yeah, dude. You know why we love Dirty Kurt? Like we we Dirty Kurt was the guy when you were when for me, like as a kid coming up and being a Padre fan, and everybody loved the Dodgers and Dodgers had everything. And Dirty Kurt was kind of our enforcer. He was our Marty McSorley. Did he feel that way? Yeah. 
He because he gave it right back to Lasorda, and uh, and he was funny. He, you know, the I mean, stories I remember reading about him that he was funny. The practical oh, yeah. jokes, the Sports Illustrated, yeah, the, hot, the hot, the hot, the the hot foot, the whole yeah. deal, dressing up as Dick Williams. Yeah, like I, that's what I was kind of disappointed that things have soured a little bit. Oh, I, I don't. but people here who who used to always say they love Champ Summers, remember because I of the, the fight in '84. If you look up Champ Summers' numbers, they're so bad. Oh yeah, he was such a bad baseball player. He was just a pinch hitter, a bad one. Mm-hmm. I mean, really a bad player. But honestly, I'll tell you the truth: in '84, if you were here. We didn't feel like we needed champ because everybody loved Bavakwa. And like Mark Sweeney on the 96 or 98 teams, that was kind of that guy. We didn't, I mean, a little bit, I guess, Alfaro this year. I don't know how many walk-off hits Kurt had. But honestly, um, like I'd, I'd be interested in what Kurt thought of that. Because I'll just tell you, as a fan of the team, we were like, we got Kurt. We don't need Champ Summers. That's one of those things that's changed in baseball. Like baseball, they expanded the roster from 25 to 26 now. Yeah. You know? But like Tom Lasorda always had one or two guys that were goofy to kind of te- keep yeah, the team. Yeah, Johnstone. And Mickey Hatcher. Jerry Royce. Yeah. He always had those guys. Well, Royce was a, an actual starting pitcher. The other guys were kind of fuck-offs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Known for locking Lasorda in a hotel room with an empty refrigerator. <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah. But, um, but teams had those guys. To, because it's a long season. You have to have somebody that, that kind of keeps everything a little bit loose. And nowadays, you don't really have waste roster spots with a goofball kind of a deal. Yeah. Like, like you're right. Alfaro was probably that guy this year uh-huh. on the team. Alfaro's gone next year. I mean, he's definitely not coming back. Something soured really freaking fast. What happened there? I mean, he played as much as you and I did in the postseason. You know? Something happened. Yeah, right away. Yeah. Right away. So, anyway, it's kind of, kind of, uh, kind of interesting. I, 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 keep, don't, I don't think we need Dirty Kurt in the garage. I'd have four questions for him and then be like, all right. I'm bored. <laughs> They're all about, 80, his, the, about his wife being in Sports Illustrated. No, I mean, I'd ask him about the Atlanta game. Like, how do you got guys, like, they can't hit that little shit? <laughs> Lefferts missed him. Everybody missed him. But, um, no, man, for, for those of us that were here, we loved him. We loved Dirty Kurt. I mean, honestly... I mean, Randy won the Cy Young, okay? Yeah, in the 70s, yeah. Kurt was the reason. Kurt's responsible for the only World Series win. Only one. One in eight in World Series games. The only reason they have that one is because of Kurt. Yeah. So that's, how come that seven's not retired? Hassan <laughs> Kim, you tell him, did you got to give the number up for retiring Kurt's well, number? Well, the other thing that I like about Kurt is Kurt's with me about how stupid it would be. To unretire number six. Yeah. And he's the guy that tells you, as a guy that was on that team, what what the difference that Garvey made. But also, yeah, the number probably shouldn't have been retired. I get that. Yeah. But you put it back in circulation at just minor league. Now, yeah, yeah you it's made the decision. You can't just do it. Just leave it. It would become a huge story. Oh, it'd be ridiculous. It would be, it would be, it'd be yeah. an absolutely crazy story. So here we go. Next time we're going to do a show is going to be on Sunday, correct? Yes. Padres make any moves by then? Or you think everything happens after the baseball winter meetings, during the baseball winter meetings? Yeah, I think the baseball winter meetings are going to be a lot of fun. Do you think people are waiting for Judge? I mean, you heard what, yeah. the, what the Yankee offer was. It was 10 years, $337 million. Pretty good, right? Pretty good number. Met with the Giants yesterday. The Giants said they will not be outbid. Said our number will be the highest. Like, they aren't even hiding the fact they're going to offer him the most amount of money. It's a matter of where he wants to go. How uh, 
How much would you chase him? You're the GM of the Giants. Are you really going all in on him? If I'm the Giants, yes, because the Giants, to me, don't even spend a lot of money. But honestly, God, if I'm him, the answer is no, because you're rebuilding. I There's saw, no way you're competitive for at least three years. I saw a stat today that for 2024, the Giants have like $19 million on the books for two guys. Yeah. <laughs> like after this year, $19 million. Yeah. And they make a ton of money they up do. there. They've got everything. So, but if you're him, do you do it? You're going to be 31 years old right when the season starts. Do you I still sit think there and he, say, I still think he, he goes back to the Yankees. I think he goes back to the Yankees too. Yeah. I think it's good for baseball if he goes back to the Yankees. Those guys, those guys don't happen anymore. We're guys stay with that one team forever. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see it hopefully with Fernando that he does it with the pods. Yeah. You don't see guys like do the Jeter move. No, I think he, uh, I think he goes uh, back to the Yankees. Yeah. Now, what becomes interesting is what does Boach get for the Rangers? Because I think he gets to Grum. That's what I wonder. Yeah, I, and, think, uh, I think he honestly gets to Grum. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets uh, to Grum and Radon. See, that's what I was just going to say. I yeah. think Radon's in the mix there too. And now, all of a sudden, that changes everything, right? Because I mean, you can't go into the year with John Gray as your number one. Have you no? I know you always pay attention to what happens in New York. You always you're a reader. Is yeah. are you surprised how many people in New York are done with Degrom? Like saying, go ahead, let them go. Yeah, but I kind of get it. Yeah, I kind of get it. I mean, as much as people say no, they want him. The sure. Mets are like, dude, we've seen this game. We've yeah. seen him where he can't last 162. Mm-hmm. We see him in the postseason where he's not as dominant as he should be. Yep. And they're saying, go ahead, let somebody else take him. We're done with him. Speaking of New York, I saw today, Pods are interested in Bassett. Like I told you. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a big mistake. You're a big he mistake. He sucks. Well, that might be a big mistake. My mom might agree with you. I, well, I would not sign off on that. As bad a guy as you are, and we know how bad you are, I would not sign off on that. I would not I would not let your mother do that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are limits to everything. It's uh, Again, I think it all, it all starts with Judge, and I think he's going to make his decision right around the winter meetings or, or right afterwards. I think he'll be the big splash, but... After that, you're going to see where guys end up. The Hunter Renfro thing I thought was wild yeah. that he ends yeah. up with a new team every year. Guy hit almost 30 home runs again yeah. last year. Ends up with the Angels. And you're going, that that is something else. That was one of those rumors that Renfro was going to uh, to the Dodgers. Yeah. Which was kind of nuts. But again, he doesn't make a ton of money. You're talking about $10 million a year for a guy who hits 30 home runs. The big name is uh, coming out is, is Corbin Burns. That either Padres or Dodgers. I mean, that is I a difference that. maker possibly on who wins the division. You're talking about getting the number one guy in your rotation right there. But what do you have left if you're San Diego? I don't see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. San Diego doesn't can't make that trade. They don't have anything. You think? Yeah. I mean, so you start with Jackson Mural and right. you're starting with Cronenworth. I mean, you're, you're offering a shitload of stuff. Yeah. Put Camposano in that deal. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, it would take something like that. Yeah. For, for I, I don't to, know for you, to, for you to do it, but you're but talking you about a guy in. who's who's a strikeout pitcher, Cy Young Award oh, winner, stud. That and he has two years of control. Yeah, stud. That's, That's interesting. my guy. Did you see uh, your boy Kraus who said uh, Fernando to first base when we talked about it here a couple weeks ago? Really? We said why not stick him up first? Yeah, athletically. Yeah, God, that'd be great. See, All, that'd be great. Don't have to worry about his crazy throws. No. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. I would like that a lot. Um, Quick PSA for anybody listening. Baseball winter meetings are coming to San Diego. I believe they start, you know, Sunday the 4th, and I think they run through that Thursday. So would that be to the 8th? I think they run 4th through the 8th. 
So um, we've said to baseball fans, like you could just kind of go down to the Manchester Grand Hyatt. It's kind of a fun thing to walk around and check out. Yeah. It, it reminds me of when the Super Bowl would be here because you see <coughs> Ken Rosenthal or Buster Olney Passing. doing a live shot. Passons walking around. You go up to the second floor. MLB network set up. You know, yes, network set up. Like it's pretty cool to it check is. it all out. And everybody you can think of baseball wise is walking the lobby. So I was explaining this, Dave, to a friend of ours. He said, well, what, why would I do that? Said, well, you're a baseball fan. You'd want to go. So I'm just going to stand outside and look in. I said, stand outside and look in? What hell's going on here? I said, no. You can't go into the, you know, the GM meeting, but you can be right there in the lobby. So then. Everything's there for people to know. I mean, every, every manager, every GM is going to walk right by you. Yes, and you can see everything. Go- and you can and see where their conversations are. Yeah, and it's just, you're in the middle of everything. You can get yourself on TV, right? Walk walk behind Jim Bowden. That's always fun. <laughs> and then I said to our friend uh, Erica, I said, hey, you know, baseball winter meetings going on downtown. You know what she said to me, Dave? She said, uh, just a couple of weeks as I'm out of surgery and after you know losing my voice, you know, she had the audacity to say, she said, I might only go down there just to bully you. I said, all right, that works. Come on down. But, no, if you want to go to the baseball winter meetings, you can just go down and hang around. I'm bringing Jack. Yeah. Jack and I are just going to go walk around. It's one a good night. time. It really is, it's right? It's a good time. Vasquez will be down there. Mud's always walking around there hoping somebody recognizes him. Don't. If you see Mud, just walk right by him. Just walk right by him. Or throw your keys to him like he's the valet guy. <laughs> Just flip your keys. Just do it. That guy needs to be brought down a peg. Oh, my God. Park it near the door. I won't be long. You got it? <laughs> Mr. Clean? <laughs> yeah. Don't do anything for that guy. Oh, my gosh. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, we'll see him next week. December 1st, we'll be out there supporting the show. Brian Curry, again, is the guy to help you out with real estate, everything in San Diego. If you're looking for a place to move, you're thinking about a place to move, Brian's your guy. Most importantly, if you have a home to sell, Brian's the guy that's going to get the most for it. Brian's your guy because he's the best in the business. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, so many different places where you can live. And, hey, you know what? Maybe next week. When you're out there in Spring Valley, like, this is really nice. Maybe I'll park right, you know, find a place right off of Bancroft, and then I can just walk to Cali Comfort every night. If you're interested, Brian, whoop, what's that noise? Uh, (laughs) Brian Curry can help you. Or if you want to move somewhere else in town, Brian can help you with that as well. Mesa, Spring Valley, where else, Dave? Where's Where's the neighborhood we haven't mentioned in a while? Ramona? Where were you yesterday? Where were we for dinner? Uh, Forest Ranch. There you Gorgeous go. Gorgeous out there. You know the first guy that lived at Forest Ranch? Larry Hamill. I like that bit of worthless trivia. Is that true? You just make that shit up. I absolutely. It's 100% true because I used to work out there uh, when we got fired from KFMB. I yeah. worked right out there. And that's when they were building all of Forest Ranch. And Larry told me, he's like, he said, hey, where are you at now? I told him, I said, I'm at the chase out there. Because, oh, yeah, it's me. If you go look the house on the hill, I go, okay. He's like, go look at the house on the hill. 
And you would, Dave. You you drive to where the wall was for they were building that community. Yeah. And up on the hill was Larry's. Remember, that's the house that burned. Yeah. Remember when he had a... God dang, man. I was thinking about Larry the other day. But yeah, first guy in. I got to get more water. All right. Well, good luck to you there. Thank you. Speaking of water, Taylor May Pools. Alan Taylor's your guy right there for that perfect pool. We talk about it all the time, man. How great would it be to have a pool in your backyard in 2023? You got to call Alan Taylor. Get on that schedule. Alan will be at the event. You can ask him straight to his face right there next week when you ask Alan. Say, Alan, I'm thinking about getting a pool. What do you think? Dave and Jeff keep pushing that Goldie Hahn pool. <laughs> Is it worth it? Ask about available financing. Again, that number for Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Oh, boy. Perfect day in San Diego today, right? Yep. Did you get out moving around today? Dude, I was out all day. Incredible. Yep. Like, even... As it gets a little chilly at night, uh, during the day, it's unbelievable, which means tomorrow when uh, the cooking's going on, yep. Jack and I had been smart and took that money that we had invested in FTX. Ray Go Bay. Oh, what are you doing there, Hello Black? <laughs> I don't know if people can hear that through the show. Can you hear it in your headphones? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. Um, uh yeah, Jack and I invested $600,000 in FTX. Could have bought a brand new TaylorMade pool. <laughs> right? Would have been great. Yeah, oh my God. So for all of our friends, gosh, Dave, it's the holidays. I don't know. What? What? Do you have anybody you want to do the, the cash special tonight? Eight people? Oh, man. Um, I tell you what, let's do a combination. Starsky and Hutch. The old Starskin Hutch pool. How's that? Let's do a combination of those two guys. I watched who the movie a, last who night. What's a pool built with Paul Michael Glazer? Who, who wouldn't? That? Who wouldn't? Uh, any guy like me? That have you guys an have you seen, have, pool? Have you seen the movie, the Starskin Hutch oh, movie? Yeah, it's great. Okay. I watched it yesterday. It is an underrated movie. If you have not seen that movie, you got to see it. Ben Stiller. When the kids throw knives at him? Yes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, no, we're not going to encourage people yeah. to get the... the uh, yeah. It's Paul Michael Glazer and, and who, David Soul. Yes. How you like that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting encouraged. David Soul pool? What happened to you? Oh, yeah, they'll get the phones ringing. All right, maybe we keep you out of this game moving forward. See, Bochy just hired Mike Maddox as a pitching like coach. That. I like that a lot. Um, hmm. Give me somebody. I got one for you, Dave. Yeah. I got one for you. Because Nicole Eggert yeah. liked something the other day. On your social media? Yeah. Okay. Because she's always sweet doing that. And then you start going, well, who's she friends with? And then you see other famous people, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. And then who popped up? Charlene Tilton. No way. Some I, I don't think Nicole's friends with hers, okay. but a friend of Nicole's is friends with Charlene Tilton. Look great. Did she? Yeah, we'll get the Charlene Tilton pool. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I saw Christina Applegate the other day get her star on the Walk of Fame. Did she's you see fight, that? She's fighting MS. MS, yeah. Not good. She, she couldn't stand. Katie Segal had to hold her up. Yeah. Dude, Christina Applegate was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But she went barefoot because she said she's losing feeling in her feet. Yeah. No, it's a shame. 51 years old, man. That's man, it. man. Yeah. All right, Dan Williams is who you want to talk to when it comes to this type of year. Right now, so many people are worried about where they stand with their credit, where they stand with debt. 
Look, Dan Williams, you need to talk to him. Really important. Don't be one of those guys that come January, you're so depressed because you didn't get your act in order. Look, December's just around the corner. We all know that means Christmas shopping. We talked about it earlier in the show. Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to your financing. Don't be embarrassed. One of the best calls you're going to make is 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. When are you going to be a friend and tell Dan, stop engaging with Erica on social media? She kills him every time. Every time. Every time. Do you see what he said today? I, every time he starts engaging, she I said, stop. Him. Stop. She, she pounds him into submission, and he comes back for more. Today, we were talking about the live event, and Erica said she's going. Great. And Dan said, oh, is there going to be a kid's table? <laughs> Jesus. To which she replied, where else would you sit? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You like that, don't you? <laughs> oh. Oh. Has Dan ever met her face-to-face? I don't think so. Oh, boy. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing both of them. That'll be fun. <laughs> he just walks right into it each time. Yeah. And she just smacks him. Yeah. <laughs> like when you watch those videos of the cat, just brings the paw, smacks the dog in the head. God, she just beats him down. It's so sad. Makes me so glum. Uh, Dan had a great thing on social media today. A bunch of us retweeted it because he was. it was an article that had come out. And it just talked about that it's impossible to buy a house. And Dan was saying, we can help you buy a house. Yeah. Like, don't don't let the scare tactics get to you. Look for that. I retweeted it. Dan, uh, Dave, I think you may have. A lot of the guys in our league, I loved it. Jumped in and said, hey, man, as much as we goof around and kid with Dan, this is really important information. Yeah. And uh, take a look at that today on social media because, yeah, I think there are a lot of people that would like to be a homeowner that have just gotten it in their head that they never can do it. Well, let Dan and his team help you out, and then they'll put you in contact with Brian Curry to help you find that perfect house. And then we'll put you in contact with Alan Taylor. We'll put that pool in the backyard, and things will be great. But Absolutely. start with the phone call, the 858-688-6813, or stop by the kids' table on Thursday night at Kelly Kelly. <laughs> Kyle Fluger will be there as well next Thursday. Kyle's doing a great thing for anyone who's interested in fixing their website. Look, this is what he's doing. He's basically going to give you a free website. Mm. He's going to give you a chance to bid. And obviously, the services he's going to give you are going to be nothing for what the bid's going to be. So, again, your money goes to a great cause. Kyle Fluger is going to give you his time and build you a brand-new website right from the start. Again, his number is 619-500-6621. If you're looking for website help, 619 500 Six six two one. I mean, it's crazy how many things we order online. Yep. Right. Gulls tickets today. A couple other things. Taylor Swift time. tickets. Taylor Swift tickets. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> so good. Um, but everything. Right. I mean, you still occasionally have to go to the store for a handful of things. But if your business, even a little bit, depends on e-commerce, is it going at the rate you should? Is going at the rate your competitor is going at? If not, then you need to give Flugs a call. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go November 25th. All right, okay. it's going to be the day. Okay. We're going, first one is Joe DiMaggio, no longer with us. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, that's true. He's no longer with us. I would say Joe would be, uh, think about this for a second. Mr. Coffee. Yep. Took down Marilyn Monroe. So did a lot of people. Whoa. Without, without Joe knowing. Damn it, Joe. 
Stop being so blind. Uh, 104. Pretty good. 108. 108. Um, Are you, when you think of Joe DiMaggio, what do you think of? Do you think good guy, bad guy, just yeah. star? What do you think of? Yeah, no, I, I think good guy. I just think a guy that that was, I mean, I mean, New York then was a lot different than New York yeah. now. But Did I, you watch that story on Willie Mays by any chance on HBO? No, I haven't yet, but I want to watch it. They talk about the Giants going from New York to San Francisco and all mm-hmm. these people who hated Willie Mays because Joe DiMaggio was from San Francisco. Okay. And he was the baseball player that yeah. everybody loved. Even though Joe didn't play for the Giants, people gave Willie Mays shit because he was threatening what Joe DiMaggio was. I don't like that. I loved Willie Mays. Yeah. Loved Willie Mays. So I don't like that. But uh, but all those dudes, man, like those early Yankee guys, right? Billy Martin, Mantle, uh, DiMaggio, Yogi. Not was so bored by Whitey Ford and bring his tired act out. I always think of Joe, though, as, I hate to say it, kind of an asshole. Just because, remember, he always had to be, if he showed up anywhere, he had to be introduced as the greatest living baseball player. Uh, that was always his, he had, otherwise, fuck it, he wasn't showing up unless he got that me. title. Let me talk to Joe. He was <laughs> Go ahead. Everyone I've ever spoken to who've been around baseball a lot longer than you and me, like yeah. guys who are down dead, guys like Phil Collier, those guys, I, whenever I ask who's the greatest player of all time, every guy, no, every guy says Willie Mace. Oh, I like that. Yeah, every single one says Willie Mace. Yeah, pretty amazing. How um, much was Joe worth? They're going to say some bullshit number. Like, no, it's pretty high. Uh, $22 million. So it's $50 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, about that. All right, like that. All right, another guy no longer with us, uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, uh, yesterday, November 22nd. That's when his dad died. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, we can do this. I can do this. Um, you remember his birthday was right after that? Yeah. I think he is 63. 62. Oh, 80 million. 100 million. So yeah. $100 million. He was a pretty cool dude. Yeah. You know what? Very sad. The whole family. It's crazy how those yeah. things happen. But when you think about that, that iconic picture of his dad, yeah. Dying and him saluting is yeah. is one of the saddest things of all time. How about Jackie O? Yeah. I liked her. Oh, okay, so here... <laughs> you and the rest of the country liked her. Yeah. Okay, here's what's interesting. You and I weren't, weren't around, but... No. I was wondering, how did the country go about when her husband was assassinated and then yeah. she remarried? Oh, yeah, she was... I imagine beloved. people weren't okay with that. Of course they were. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, well, yeah, you're just, you think so? Yeah, you're a what? I just because how many people so. were getting divorced or, or separated or or death? Well, in sorry the 60s. that she just had her husband. Oh, she's happened to find a guy that's what? Did you were about to say? Half his head was in her lap. His whole brain. Dude, oh, sorry, you are not classy at all. Sorry, she tried to find love with Mister Onassis. <laughs> yeah, with the billionaire. Couldn't yeah. have found it with Joe Schmo. Nope. It's not up to her standards, please. It wasn't. Uh. Yeah, Clint Hill, Wild Book, five days in November, was the Secret Service agent for Jackie Onassis. Man, that poor son of a gun. He 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 carries that grief. I, he's pretty old now. Yeah. But he's been interviewed a thousand times. God, he's great. Those old school Secret Service guys. But uh, he wrote a book, five days in November. But on his social media... The other day, he was posting pictures. They had been in Houston the day before. Yeah. Like, you see 
John F. Kennedy and Jackie on November 21st, man. Crazy. Awful. So he was their bodyguard? He was her bodyguard. Okay. And he didn't get shot? No, because he was running behind the car. How about that job? Yeah. Like, well, you know, well, you wasn't good at it. You're out here laying, laying around while yeah. the maid's trying to get the house clean, and you're going to judge Clint Hill? Yeah, 100%. You're not. He had one job. Well, one she, job. She didn't get hit? Yeah, well, Jesus, man. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. I don't think those guys like the idea of the top down. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I bet it was November. Whose yeah. idea was this? Yeah. All right, last one. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. The uh, hot dog eating guy. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I'd like to go to Thanksgiving dinner with Joey Chestnut. You just I, be staring, you'd stare at him the whole time. You just look at him the whole time. How much is a fucker going to eat? Yeah, I don't want him showing up Thursday. People would be grossed out by that. Um, 44. 39. And I'll say... Six million. It says two million dollars. I would have guessed more. Yeah, two, two million dollars. How about that move right there? Yeah, we're not bringing him anywhere. All right, here we go. Okay. Five random questions. We'll get you out of here. Okay. Would you rather be the only? Oh, sorry. Would you rather only be able to wear clown shoes or not be able to wear shoes at all? Oh, I'd wear clown shoes all day. <laughs> be hard to drive. Be hard to get on an escalator. Yeah, I don't find myself on that many escalators, but yeah, I think I'd be up to that challenge. What Dude, would you do? How, I guess I'd have to go clown shoes. I don't want to go barefoot. No, that'd hurt. People would stare at you more, I think. But yeah. holy shit, dude, clown shoes is so funny, dude, yeah. to think about somebody. Can you imagine you guys hired somebody in your office that only wore clown shoes? It wouldn't work for me. Um, my buddy Mike Paoli and I, yeah, when we would go to the Del Mar Fair, like the early days of the Del Mar Fair, they used to have the freak show. Yeah. <coughs> and we would go see the guy with the world's biggest feet. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And he had like this, uh, he had like this head mic. Yeah. You know, like, everybody come in, just circle in. Come on in. I'll answer any questions for you. Come on in. Everybody get circle close. Anybody have any questions? Where do you get your socks? Like, <laughs> what questions do you have? Is that be your question? Where do you get your socks? Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. Like, how far can you kick a football? Like, I don't know. What questions do I have for you, Bigfoot? And then the next guy that we went, he was the sword swallower. Yeah. And so he swallows the sword, and he leans forward, and he asks my buddy Mike to take the sword out. And Mike was like, no chance. And the guy was like turning red. I'm like, just take it out yourself, stupid. He doesn't want to do it. Not going to participate in your game. I miss the old school sideshows. Girls with a beard? No. I don't need to see that. What's the matter with you? I'm, I'm thinking is, what would you see? What else would, oh, you'd go see your conjoined twins. I would. I yeah. would. 100%. Yeah, you'd go. Yeah, I would. All right. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actor? Oh, I'd be the actor. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the director. Right. Who's, who's hanging out waiting for Tarantino to walk through? Would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse? Oh, a treehouse. I'm freaked out by bats. Me too. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Treehouse would be great. Would you, uh, <laughs> would you rather live without the internet or without AC and heating? Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I got to take the AC and the heating. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd get rid of it? No, no, I got to go with it. Fuck the internet. I never used the AC or the heat. Oh, um, well, because you live by the goddamn beach. I know. 
But I, yeah, I, I can you imagine like even if you went on vacation anywhere outside of San Diego, well, you yeah, go to Phoenix. I was just in, um, yeah, Toronto. Oh, yeah. Okay, no heat for you, asshole. Yeah, no heat. Oh, wow. Yeah. For for what seven days? Yeah, I was there seven days, and then Minneapolis for a day. That was, yeah, that'd be pretty wild. All right, last thing. What's your favorite Thanksgiving uh, food? Oh, I like that. Um, um, Jack's mom makes insane sweet potatoes. They're oh, so God. good. I'm not a sweet potato guy. Uh, a lot of people aren't a palate guy. Yeah, that's fine, but I'm not a sweet potato guy. Um, but it always starts with the turkey, right? I tell you, I was a turkey guy, but now I'm telling you what, because Rita's family is Italian. They always make a couple lasagnas. I love lasagna at oh, Thanksgiving, cool. but but I go with, uh, I'm a stuffing guy, mashed potatoes, gravy, all that shit, all the yeah. starches, all that shit you would eat if you went to Vegas to a buffet. Like you just load up your plate of everything that's going to make it so you aren't hungry for about four days. She gets, uh, she gets the ham too that's... Do you guys love turkey and ham tomorrow? I think so. Jay, does that sound right? Either one of you know. You no, fuckers are putting zero time into this. Zero time. You'll, you'll be surprised Why is at my four best o'clock. Friend? My absolute best you'll friend. You'll be surprised at four o'clock tomorrow when you walk in the door. Yeah. Now, the great thing is, it's 15 now. Yeah. Game changes a little bit because when he was, you know, I'm trying to think when he started being an impact player at Thanksgiving, it was probably three or four. You know, his birthday is November 2nd. But he, he lived a good life right then. He would eat his turkey, hang out, sweet kid. He's always been a great kid. And then uh, I'd be like, pajamas on, hang out, blanket, right? Dopey dog. And he'd fall asleep on the couch. Not anymore, hotshot. <laughs> you're, you're taking over from dad for dishes duty. Yeah, right? No, he and I will probably do them together. Cause I'll, anything, yeah. any bad chore. But that's going to be the deal. You guys will do the dishes because they did the cooking. It's yeah. not a bad trade-off. Well, if I'm doing it with, if yeah. Jack and I, anything we're doing, if I'm doing it with him, I, I'll tell him all the time. And if he and I are doing it together, we're going to laugh our ass off because we're a lot alike. The other two are complete maniacs. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> and so, yeah, Jack and I will get a system down. We'll get it taken care of. And then we'll probably leave again. <laughs> but no uh all of it man it's the best and and we just saw it tonight you know we went to dinner and we were walking and i i didn't see who it belonged to dave but you just kind of see you talked about it and just kind of in the little nook of a building you just see the the smallest blanket yep. and this thin little pillow and man, I I tell you, you know you do, Dave. I do too. Uh, we say it; it's our it's our motto between me, Jack, and Cade, is that man. There are tough days. You know, I was out with a friend of ours last night talking about going through tough days, going through divorce, and a lot of different things like that. But we've always said, uh, even on our worst day, there's a million people that would change places with us in the blink of an eye. Yep, and so many. So. Yeah, uh, make sure to check in on a friend. It's the one thing I ask all the time is check in on a friend and, and just take a second to be thankful for what you have in your life. You know, the one thing I would say to the guys I, I coach in high school, when we had practice today right before we did the show, mm-hmm. is uh, we ask everyone, where are you going for Thanksgiving? How many people are going to be there? Yeah. All that stuff. And then we mm-hmm. said, you know, take pictures. Uh, yeah. You know, y'all have your phones. Take yeah. pictures because you look around that table and people aren't going to be there. Yeah, you know? won't and, be long. And so, um, but, but try and try and, you know, take in the day when we say it every single year to those kids and 
you could tell that they, they start to think about it and they go, you know what? You're right. And so uh, with the, the kids that travel far, the kids that stay home, they're around grandparents and, and parents and brothers and sisters. You just never, never know what's going to happen. So uh, those guys, I hopefully take it in and recommend that to everyone who, who listens to this show. Take it in tomorrow. I, yes, I love that. And I would also say, if you're fighting the fight right now, uh, find a way to put it together and get yourself in the car and make yourself to Spring Valley on December the 1st. Because the thing that we have found with the live shows is they get a little wild they're a lot of fun, and it's a building absolutely packed full of love and support. Yep. And it's not just for me or for Dave. Uh, we're doing it for Jake's projects, but it's for everybody in that building. Everybody in that building is in there, and you're kind of in it as a family. That's the one thing my buddy Cheech taught me when I was 15. He always said friends are family, and that's kind of been the motto of this show. And so, yeah, if you're, if you're just not feeling it, if the holidays kind of are not – you know, it's kind of a tough time, man. Come hang out with family because yeah. you're loved in that group. Uh, Dave, for you and your family, have a very safe and happy Thanksgiving. Try to make some kind of positive contribution <laughs> tomorrow. Okay? Instead of just being the fucking wet mop that you, you usually are. Tomorrow tomorrow at 8.30, we're, yeah. uh, we're doing an old school uh, turkey bowl. All, of, oh, Jake's, like all of Jake's friends. Money's gone, raised to uh, Jake's projects. Only his friends are playing. How you feeling? You better not play quarterback. Are you? I don't, you know what's funny is we got a bunch of guys who are baseball players, like professional baseball players, and they're like, dude, I can't pull the Fernando Tatis move. Oh, right. So every, all of them who are pro baseball players, and I'm a quarterback. You know, they nobody yeah. wants to take a chance of running, twisting an ankle, hamstring, anything else. But Bert it's going to be really cool. You don't need Bert Grossman <laughs> calling <laughs> you out again. We just call Bert over just to be defensive end. Dude, uh, love that guy. Yeah, Bert's but, a neighbor. Yeah. Is he right down the street? Yeah. Dude, Bert, Bert used to live exactly across the street from him, old house. Uh, somebody asked me about Bert Grossman the other day. We were talking about the event that we did. And if you remember that event, because we got our 25th anniversary coming up in August. Yeah. And on that day, thing I remember about that day, Corey Stewart got to me late. Love Corey. And got us an unbelievable Yogi Berra signed picture that brought in oh, yeah. a couple hundred dollars. Remember that? Yeah. Corey, Corey just got a That's hold right. of us late. Marshall Falk Foundation. Some guy I'd never talked to on that day. Um, reached out to me and said, hey, Jeff, I'm in the neighborhood. I work with the Marshall Falk Foundation. I've got a signed Aztec helmet. Do you want it? I was like, yeah. And as I was walking in, who was walking in just to say hey and hang out and support the event? But Bert. Yeah. And fuck, man. Bert's a great dude. There's a lot of good people in this town. So uh, when the calendar flips, we're going to start talking about that event. We're going to start putting uh, Disappointing Joseph's already locked yep. in. Lisa Ann's already locked in. And uh, I'd like to do some things for, for our pal uh, Bob McElroy at the Alpha Project. Man, oh, man, with the homeless situation in San Diego, every little thing we can do to help, uh, we'll do it. But most importantly, let's do December 1st, Thursday night in Spring Valley. Come out. Great night to raise some money for Jake's projects. Uh, and just come out and be with a, a bunch of people that love you and look forward to seeing you. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next Thursday. You and I will be back on there next Sunday. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody.
not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk to God a couple of times Backstreet door, I laugh so hard I can't 